The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life, but when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com Swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com Swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 146 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I'm a name I don't know. I don't you gotta know. start, artist, like... Artist formerly known as Sasa. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> and this episode is sponsored by Christine Opry. Opry? Either way. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Today we will be discussing the first half of Chapter 16 of Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix in the Hogshead. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to, I didn't put a verb in, your way through the details. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, give me a verb, Discord. Scuttle. Oh, I like that. <gasps> scuttle. Okay. All right. So I hope you're ready to scuttle your way through the details. So before we begin, we have some weekly profit news, and it's not that exciting. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, everybody, in advance. So we have been waiting for news from LeakyCon um, about their plans for what is going to be happening in July. And I understand why they haven't announced anything yet. I This is no ill will towards them in any way. I was so excited for LeakyCon. Um, I hope to go next year, but Swish and Flick will not be attending either LeakyCon this year. Um it just isn't feasible. It's not safe. I we none of us feel comfortable being in a big crowd like that in a building. Tiffany also just like can't be away and go out of state and come back with her job and it just isn't going to work. So, um unfortunately, we're not going to be attending. We're super sad about it. Um Yeah. This like crushed my dream of going to a Denver Broncos home game as well. I hope that they do Denver again next year. 
Like Sasa and I, I were going to go and it was going to be great. But, you know, I mean, when things are safe and things are starting to get back to whatever the new normal is going to be, we definitely will do a meetup in Orlando um, sometime for sure. We want to go back to the Wizarding World. I am. I cannot wait. Like, I can't wait. So. <sighs> so um, that'll probably happen next year. But we're super excited about that and just going to be looking forward to when things are safe again. So, yeah, hopefully maybe when we do Orlando again, maybe we can tell people with enough time where we can really get like a big group of people to do a meetup at Maybe the Wizarding we can, World. Like, do a live podcast. That'd be fun. I probably shouldn't just give, you know, blurt out all these ideas in front of everybody on the podcast before talking to you guys about it. But <laughs> it's just an I don't idea. know. Maybe we could look into doing something like that. It would be super fun. So it would be. It really would be. I I just want to eat butterbeer ice cream and Diagon Alley and people watch. This is I what know. I want to do. Right? I know. Uh, Me too. Me too. I just want to walk around. I just want, I just want to feel the feels, hear the music, mm-hmm. you know, so. Uh, so sad weekly profit. Yes. Weekly profit. Yeah. But an important one nonetheless. Yep. Yeah. Look at me. Stop yawning. I'm, I'm good. I saw that. I uh, didn't see that. anything. You didn't see I saw you it anything. The cap, 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 re. <laughs> well, actually, that's not what it'd be backwards. That would just be like the two things. All right, reversed. well, say it for me then. It would be like pack, 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 or pack, 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 or. The whole thing, like Timmy says it backwards, it would actually just be pack, or, or, True. But it also sounds like you're a Packers fan, which are uh, you? I like the Packers. Get out! What? I like the Packers. <laughs> Sports bowl. Okay. All right. <laughs> recap. It's, it's time for the recap. If you didn't know what was going on. <laughs> All right. Last time, Harry had detention. Sound familiar? McGonagall was furious. She took points away. Also sounds familiar. Uh, but then yeah. she's totally Bob's apron when Umbridge comes to inspect her class. Um, Umbridge also inspects care of magical creatures. She tries to dig up some dirt. Oh, and surprise the century. Harry gets some more detention. Hermione is over it and decides it's time that they start taking their defense against the dark arts education into their own hands. But Harry had some words and some feelings. And some thoughts and some screams and yells. This like a human being would do. Huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, again, I'm gonna summarize this half of the chapter. I know that's unusual for me to do, but you know, just trying to live and let live. We like to change things Except up they, a bit here. <laughs> I don't think that's the quote. I think it's live and let die. Is that it true? I don't live know. Live and let anyway. die. Bow, bow. Bow. A great part of Shrek Die. Also a very iconic song. <laughs> so the but more importantly has... about Shrek. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just Got kidding. It. <laughs> I think that's our next podcast is we're gonna talk all about Shrek. I like it. <laughs> Let's bit. talk about Shrek, baby. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about Let's yeah. talk about all the things and all the stuff that they do. Anyways. 
The trio has more conversations about Harry teaching them defense. And so he finally kind of seems on board. Uh, and Hermione already has a plan for all like the meetings and like what's going to happen. Um, and it's during the Hogsweed weekend. Is that right? Hogsmeade. Hogs. What did I say? Yes. I don't know, but I, I don't think I did. It sounded weird, but it I don't know. Like Hogweeds. <laughs> like I hog was mixing Hogweed and Hogwarts together. Sounds like you need to clean up your yard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, as the weekend of the Hogsmeade approaches, they talk about Sirius and like how we silence and we all know how that feels being cooped up in a house for months. So yeah. And the trio, they head to the Hogshead, which sounds like a great place to be. Uh, and they order some beverages, and then they wait to see who's going to arrive to hear what Harry and really Hermione has to say. So, yeah. Let's yeah. do this thing. Let's what? do it. Let's do this thing! Do it! Okay. So, Hermione had not brought up Harry teaching them dad. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> defense against the dark arts for an entire two weeks after she had suggested it the first time so harry finally had time to do his homework his detentions with the glorious and super lovable kind umbrage were over but he had come to the conclusion that the words that he had etched on the back of his own hand were probably never going to fade and you they know, don't. They don't. Do they, they don't. Like, does he have them for the rest of his life? Yeah. yeah. Well, he has them in Cursed Child. I, I have a feeling, like, it just seems like, you know how we say, like, dark dark magic leaves? It's like, what yeah. am I trying to say? Traces? Sure. Mark. I think that is, that's a form of dark magic, I think. I think that's why it never faded. I think that's why, you know, Harry's scar doesn't fade. Okay, so my thoughts and feelings about the scars, I feel like his scar on his forehead is different than the scar on his hand. I think okay. the biggest reason why the scar on his hand like is a scar is because like think about um, if you've ever had like an injury, like uh, a cut or something, and like say you picked up the scab so it never really gets to heal properly and it becomes a scar. That's how I feel the scar in his hand is because he keeps having to write the same lines. So it never really like gets to heal night after night. He's writing the same thing. You know what I mean? So it keeps getting irritated. That's so in my mind, <laughs> I make it more magical. Take the real life. And, I know, like, and make it magic. The person that has like literally learned how a cut heals itself from the inside out. These are things I think of where like, I think that had he used like maybe a scarring paste, I don't know if that's a thing. I'm sure it is. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think that had he like used something like on his hand, like uh, what do like a neosporin or one of those scar things that we have in the muggle world, they probably have more powerful ones in the magical world. I would assume that it would go away. Um, but I think that Harry one maybe doesn't even care or like wants that as a reminder of like, <laughs> I must not tell lies. Ching, like, you know what I mean? But Where like, if you tried to do that on his forehead, it wouldn't work because it's a whole different ball game of like, Voldemort was inside the little lightning ball and he was looking out. Being yeah, but what about the Mertlap? I think they just helped. Like, I not- think it helped soothe it. Yeah. yeah. 
Because the second he took his hand out, it was still hurting. You know what I mean? Um, bogus. I call bogus on all counts. It's dark magic. Done. Close the book. It's the yeah. Horcrux. Jeez. It is Jeez. the Horcrux. Right in his hand. His, his hand. Handy. His hand is a seer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I want a new shirt that says "It's Dark Magic." <laughs> It's the dark magic. But the lake, you guys. But the lake. <laughs> Which one? Like Erie. Superior. Like Michigan. It's called Lake in Fury, but I don't want to get too specific. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm right. Do you see? Mm-hmm. But it's dark magic. Do sure. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like I that. Um, I think that that whatever that quill is, uh, didn't you call it like a quill of her own making? Like, obviously, she has no qualms of doing things um, on the darker side for gains to herself. Um, so I don't disagree that the quill itself slash her is using dark magic. Um, I just think that that doesn't super contribute. In my mind, it just doesn't that doesn't super contribute to the scar in his hand. Okay. That but maybe, fair. maybe like even just using, like, because I know we talked about like magical injuries in the past and everything, but maybe because it was used or like gained as from using like a magical tool, that it won't completely heal no matter what, anyways, because it is magical. I don't know. These are just things I'm rambling off. It's fine. That's why we have a podcast because that's what we're supposed you, to do. You do? Uh, yeah, this is being recorded, so watch what you say. Um, no, <laughs> me of this. Anyways, or as Sasa would say, any hoosies, Ron had made it through four more Quidditch practices, and he had not been shouted at during the last two of them. Go Ron! Progress! And on top of all of this, all three of them... <laughs> had managed to vanish their mice in transfiguration class and Hermione had progressed to vanishing kittens. And we have to have a conversation again because I got really upset while I was reading this. And I said, so are there mice and kittens just in the atmosphere? If vanished things go into non-being, which is to say everything, then are they just hanging around? I was going to ask the same thing because I was going to say, have we talked? I know we've talked about it, but I don't honestly remember that much. Of we like where talk about like if the, the where things go, <laughs> like when they when you vanish them. So like, yeah. is there like another plane? You know what I mean? Like there are different like another dimension. This. Yeah, I feel that's this. Like, another dimension. Ooh. Like what if it's just full of like animals they're probably living a great life because there's not humans around to be mean to them not saying that not saying these people you know people that are mean to animals okay katie what do you have for me because i'm very interested you know how you see something out of the corner of your eye Mm -hmm. like all the time i'm like i think i see a cat because i think about cats all the time those are the vanished cats or the vanished whatever (laughs) it's just like a quick blip in time they're in katie's eyes everyone maybe (laughs) <laughs> they just like lurk in the shadows and eat off of all the house pets scraps. Iggy wouldn't leave them anything, no. but Teddy would. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought about this because I thought about seven, you know, when McGonagall answers the question to get into Ravenclaw Tower. And then I was like, okay, so they're just 
everywhere. To me, they go back into the universe. Well, like what? What do you mean when you say they go back into the universe? You know how um, <laughs> this is bad examples. Because uh, we're all like, let's circle take, of life, let's right? Let's take the water cycle for example. That's this is a nicer example rather than what I was originally thinking. You know the water cycle. So you know it comes down, goes in, blah blah, what back up, comes down, blah blah blah. <laughs> so are you saying that is they that die the and come back to life as something else, possibly? I wouldn't put it past them. No. Does it come oh. back as a new kitten? It makes me really sad. It makes me also sad. That's why I had to talk about it. <laughs> but no, it so, kind of does make me think about the water cycle. Everybody's like laughing at me in Discord. Sorry. You know, but like, like for real. You know how there's always this like ethical question when it comes to high school biology and dissecting animals? I feel this, yes. Do you think that that's the case with like vanishing animals at Hogwarts? Mm. I probably actually vanish. But honestly, like, I think that also we have to remember, like, this was written several years ago. Mm -hmm. So the times in our real life is different. But like nowadays, we think of things like that, like, you know, is it ethical? Like, they probably weren't worried about it. Also, we know the wizarding world, obviously, like, they don't care about a lot of things. They don't care about, like, there's some people out there that think muggle-borns are horrible people. You know what I mean? So, like, those are probably the same people that, like, don't care that you're vanishing animals. Well, I, and I also, I ask a couple of other questions. So I want to ask, can you bring them back? I'm going to say no. I think you can. Okay. If you vanish something, I think it's gone. Personal opinion. Headcanon. Whatever it's called. I don't want to say I don't think you can get them back, but I don't think you can get them back. I don't think you can either, and I'm upset. Yeah, also, that hurts though, like, me. Kind of, like, if you think, like, McGonagall's watching, like, her own, like, spirit animals, like, just go. If they're gonna do go from rat or mice to, to cats. Why can't we just be vanishing spiders or scorpions? <laughs> or what about or... just, like, buttons? But, like, really, like, say, say you get mad, like, say you and a friend or you and a person get in a fight and you just vanish them. Like, what if you're really good at it? So does that person just go wherever? Can you do that? Can you vanish a human being? Well, they tried to vanish Monocue in the vanishing cabinet and he turned up. He splinched himself, but he almost died, but he came back. And the, van- the vanishing cabinet cabinet is different than me trying to, with my wand and my magicness, vanish you. You know what I mean? I know, I know. I'm trying to not think about this, even though I thought about it a lot. So, anyways, I also asked. So, where are we buying these animals? Where are we getting them from? Are we like multiplying them from one? So, do- so do you think that maybe McGonagall in her first year of teaching bought a cat? kitten sorry and multiplied it a bajillion times and so it's really not one cat there it's really not multiple cats it's just one i don't know you know i have a that would make you feel better so say you have your first cat let's name it i don't know abby just because it's an a name and i'm thinking that's the first letter of the alphabet and if you (laughs) multiply it (laughs) 
does it become less? Like, so you you go from having one cat to two. Are they like a horcrux? I'm not talking about about what I mean by that is like, are they exact copies? So like, is their DNA fully another, like they're exact, you know what I mean? Or is it less, like each time you get a little bit less? Does that make sense? Yeah, Like the tomato sauce? Basically. Like if you start off, like, if you take a tomato <laughs> and you, you double it, so you cut the tomato in half to make like two full tomatoes, but you only add like whatever's the extra stuff. It doesn't really, it's not like a full, so it's not a full cat. It's a half of a cat with just some other stuff. So I wouldn't, I don't think that would be effective is what I'm saying. If you're trying to go for a more difficult animal to vanish personally i don't i don't think that would work because if she's ber- working there for 30 years and she's having all of these people vanish cats and it's the same cat i think that like 30 years from then so like hermione vanishing a cat would be way easier than like the original student trying to vanish the first i totally cat. get what you're saying it's like less of the cat every time you multiply yeah. it yeah less of a true cat. <laughs> okay the thing writing these notes i knew this conversation was gonna happen and it's just playing out so perfectly for me right in front of my eyes (laughs) but here's my here's my beef with this sure beef tuna chicken what i just am (laughs) i would never be okay with vanishing a kitten no, I wouldn't even be okay vanishing a mouse. I could and get. But you a- have to think about McGonagall's Patronus, anyways. Like she is a cat. I could get over vanishing a mouse. No, man, that was my first pet ever. I mean, Fun I fact. like. I mean, I like mice. I totally get you. I get you. But I don't. <laughs> vanishing a kitten is on the same level to like Tiffany as vanishing a puppy. Oh, I understand. It I would exactly. If if I knew. If I knew it was painless and if I knew what happened to them, like if they were, if you just vanished them and like say you knew where they were going to go and you can get them back and like everything was like, I don't think this is the case. Honestly, I don't, I don't think it would be painless. I don't, I don't know. Um, but I don't, I don't think any of the things that like, if I knew were in place are i don't think like you know i mean i I don't think it is painless i don't think we know where they're gonna go and i don't think you can get them back but if all of those things were reversed and all those things were like yeah it's painless we can get it back like you just say this spell um then i wouldn't have a problem with it but because all of those other things i think i i would i don't want to do that because like really why do you need to finish an animal i would not be a fan why can't they just do inanimate objects yeah they do both, I believe. Because inanimate objects are not as hard yeah, to vanish. But so like that's be vanishing the... living things. No, I know. I totally get you, but that's like, like what, where the What is the point of like, what's our what's things? our end game here? Um I'm going to van- I'm going to vanish really a human. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to vanish a human. Is McGee this dark that... witch? Isn't that just like killing someone though? I totally agree. Yeah. I'm not a fan. This makes me sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I have sorry. something that'll but make I you feel better. I do have to tell you. I do have to tell you that this topic is one of the reasons why I split this chapter is because I knew this conversation <laughs> was going to happen. <laughs> Think about this. If you're going to if you can duplicate a cat. You're in a in a room. It's sealed. Okay? It's just you and this kitten. It has a Gemini curse on it. You touch the kitten. <laughs> kittens everywhere that's like a dream come true i know 
Yeah, but it also would be like really smothering because like what if you can't get out of the room and then the cats are hungry? Um, but also I mean, like right. if you went there, the cats, they just keep <laughs> getting more and more, then you drown in cats. But if you like cats, that might be a pleasant that's way not, to go. That's not a bad it's way like to go. Lift, it's like the Little Strangers Vault. You'd you know? be able to saying. smell warm kitten fur. Yep. You'd have warm kitten fur touching I your think face. It would still be dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> Death by kittens. Okay, well, <laughs> let's see. So, someone, what is this? Okay, so on Reddit, someone asked where do and do is capitalized vanished objects go? Okay, so somebody said into non being, which is to say everything. Isn't it clear? Thanks for the obvious, friend. That I'm not going to call those people out, but they so said that means yes, they die. Yeah. Seeing as all matter is made of energy, it turns back into its most raw form. So atoms, is that what they're saying? Hold on. Let me pull up the rest of their specific conversation. No, I'm not here for this. It says, I've always assumed it didn't turn back into anything. It just disappeared. If it doesn't follow the law of conservation of energy, that's because it's magic. Hold on, there's more comments than they have to load. Yeah, I, just, but, oh. I, I don't, I mean, like, I don't like the idea of it just becoming nothing. Oh, never but mind. Also, they just start fighting with each other. So I'm not going to read that. I don't <laughs> like the idea of, of it, like, it just, I don't know, because it's like a cat. Even with the mouse, like, you're basically, like... It's going, it's going from, if you're saying like, it's going into like, into the nothingness, into like the ether or whatever, and becoming the most rough form of itself, like, wouldn't that be like atoms? Cause at our essential core, like that's what everyone is, you know, just atoms coming together to be elements, you know, you know, compounds, blah, blah, blah whatever. So, just born so like you're, you you're such a complex, like as a mouse, yes, it's not as complex as a, as a cat, but it's still a complex thing. And now all of a sudden after a spell, some what fifth year is doing now it's back to being atoms i don't like it okay well this person <laughs> science Sarah, this person went on to say my cat canon is when something is conjured the comparatively infinitesimal amount of matter which constitutes it is taken from all matter when an object is banished, it goes into non-being, which is to say everything is Professor McGonagall states in Deathly Hollows. This means that all matter is dispersed into all matter. It is the opposite of conjuring. Other but people like, said to another dimension. They another person said, I think the particles just disperse into the air. And that was I that. just don't I just don't like that either. So like what if like okay, so you know like in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when Mike TV like becomes particle goes into the TV. Yeah. So like that's kind of like what I'm picturing when you're talking about this. So like the mouse or the cat or whatever they're vanishing now becomes a little atoms or little whatever enter into the matter and now you're conjuring something. Say you conjure a horse and all of this matter now becomes a horse so parts of the mouse and parts of the cat are now a horse yeah when all of their lives he spent being a mouse then nothing and then all of a sudden they're a horse i don't reincarnation though this could be reincarnation within the books yeah but like Mm -hmm. wouldn't it be confusing though like i don't know i don't really know how exactly reincarnation works like if the mouse if the (laughs) mouse then 
Like, what if parts of them, like three mice, mice's mouse, what am I talking about? Mice. <laughs> and then a cat. Like, so all of these things now are a horse. Wouldn't that get confusing for all of their little beings to be like, I was a mouse. Me too, me too. Oh, I was a cat. Oh, I was a dog. And now they're a horse all together. <laughs> That's a horse That's... of a different color. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't know. I mean... Also, like, that's cool, I but I still just feel bad for the kitten. Yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> am I made up of cats? People that like eat. So, like, what Maybe if you you vanish a cow, them. right? And what if you're trying to conjure a cow or whatever animal that you want to eat as meat? I'm not condoning conjuring because you can't conjure food, right? right? So, like, what if you're doing it for the purpose of that? Would you even be able to conjure the animal? Mm. These are questions. Right, ways like, around, intent? ways around the magic. But does Amazing your intent question. count? No. Like if you like, but if I you intended it, it for food, I don't know. You it. gotta mean, you have to mean the curses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was gonna say the same mm. thing. You have to mean to, like you know, Harry literally says when he does that to the Carol person. He's like, oh, you really do have to mean it. So, like, I think you do. Like, what if you're saying, I really would like. A chicken dinner tonight or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And why also can with you, Patronus, you why can those. you conjure a chicken but not like cooked chicken, right? So like just conjure a chicken and then make it yourself. But that's what I'm saying. Like what if you have what if like it's your intention to 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 have a chicken dinner and you're thinking, I want the chicken now, so you conjure it. Will it come to you? If do we know? Thinking. Do we know if you can conjure animals, though? I don't know. I don't. To be honest with you, I have no idea. I think you can uh, draw them. You could draw them, <laughs> like a chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of this loop. <laughs> what, though, like, could you conjure seeds to like plant a garden? Oh, where probably. Do we, where do we but see evidence conjure food? You can conjure animals. I know you can transfigure things. But can you conjure one? Oh, I mean, yeah, Malfoy did it. Like, he got the serpent. But is that conjuring? I think that's, that's just, just part a of a spell. I don't think that's an actual But what if serpent. there's a chicken spell? Well, I guess Harry talked to it in Parseltongue, though. You can eat snake. <laughs> what? That's true. What? <laughs> I mean, other cultures eat snake, so, like... I know, but I was like talking about something else, and then Meg is like, "You can eat snake." Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. These are thoughts that we have to really like take some time. These but- are thoughts you didn't let me get a hold of because then I'm going to be like, what, "What? That doesn't work." And how does this work? And I love it. Well, let's just continue on with this chapter since my section is bananas short, and we've already spent a very good chunk of time on it. <laughs> Okay. Anyways. So on a wild blustery evening in September, the trio is sitting in the library and they're looking at potion ingredients and Hermione brings up the subject again about Harry teaching them defense against the dark arts. Quote, I was wondering, Hermione said suddenly, whether you thought any more about defense against the dark arts, Harry. 
course I have, said Harry grumpily. <laughs> Can't forget it, can we, with that hag teaching us? <laughs> and I just wanted to remind everybody what a hag actually is. Um, I prefer the name Sasa or Sarah. Thank you. So on the wiki, it says <laughs> hag is a Sasa in its most raw form. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyways, so a hag is a savage being that looks like an ugly old witch, but has more warts. They have four toes on each foot and have a taste for flesh of human children and possess rudimentary magic similar to that of a troll. Many muggles tend to think that hags are what witches look like and therefore popular in muggle literature. Children. Nova. Um, in the 14th century, hags were, quote, gliding about in search of children to eat at Burdock Muldoon's failed meeting at the Wizards Council, welcoming any two-legged creature as beings. I don't know what that's about, so I'm going to skip over that. Quirrell is supposedly had a nasty bit of trouble with a hag sometime in 1991 during his grand tour where, you know, he got to meet up with good old Voldy and they became the incredible duo. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sometime yeah. in or before 1992 Gilderoy Lockhart published a book called Holidays with Hags whether the book was about one of Lockhart's fictions in which case it would be useless or one of the stories he stole from another memory charmed wizard or witch is unknown I think he probably stole it because that's just his MO oh for sure yeah so that's part of his collected works oh do you know what I just discovered he has seven books in his collected works. He doesn't mm. deserve seven books. That's pretty cool. He can't remember them anyways. It's all right. True. Ooh, this is good. In 1993, Harry Potter thought he saw a hag ordering a plate of raw liver from behind a thick... I don't know how to say this word. I say it wrong every time. You spell it? I say it like the dessert baklava. Oh, balaclava. 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 <laughs> baklava. Ooh, that sounds good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a hag sent in a word in support of hags to the Daily Prophet offering babysitting services. What is this sort? <gasps> Hold on. I like that. It might be one of those weird things. Daily Prophet newsletters. That's all it says. That's got to be from something else a long time ago. Like when uh, Rowling was producing other things. Um, the ministry classification classifies that hags as beings, a fact that causes centaurs and people to desire the cl- classification of beast. And then there's a bunch of hags that are known. Oh, did you know old mother Hubbard was a hag? Oh. According to this, she was. Uh, yeah. What did she do? What's her thing? I I literally, old Mother Hubbard. I literally in my head I thought old, about mother, old Mother Hubbard sat in her cupboard eating her curds and whey, but that's two totally hey, different ones. That's, I know. <laughs> I was the exact same thing. Who is old Mother Hubbard? <laughs> oh, it's so wrong. Uh, along came a spider and sat down beside her. <laughs> Hold on, and said, no. You a hag. Old Mother Hubbard is an English language nursery rhyme first given in extended printing in 1805. Jeez. Although the exact origin of the rhyme is disputed, it has a rude 
folk song index number, blah, blah, blah. Notable nursery rhyme. Let's see. Let's read this. All right. Old Mother Hubbard went to the cupboard to give the poor dog a bone. Yeah. She came there. The cupboard was bare. Oh, God. And so the poor dog had none. She went to the baker's to buy him some bread when she came back. Oh, I don't like this. The dog was dead. (gasps) She went to the undertaker's to buy him a coffin. When she came back, the dog was laughing. Dude, nursery rhymes are weird. Yeah, for for sure. Sure. Okay, so hags can occasionally be encountered in Diagon and Nocturne Alleys as well as Hogsmeade. I don't know where all of this is coming from. A dark, dark place on the internet. Jeez. Yeah, it's called the Harry Potter interwebs. (laughs) Interwebs. Interwebs. So anyways, Hermione basically says, if you don't know what I said before because of Old Mother Hubbard, um, Harry thought that Hermione was talking about classes with Umbridge, but Hermione says no. She's like the idea that Ron and I had about you teaching defense against the doctor. <laughs> and Ron pumps the brakes. He gives Hermione a look that clearly states that it was not his idea that he came up with her. And she's like, okay, I came up with it. She thought she could get him on her team, but it wasn't happening. And Harry did not answer at once. He pretended to be pursuing a page of Asiatic anti-venoms because he did not want to say what was on his mind. And I was like, what do they mean by Asiatics? It's just um, anti-venoms that can be found in Asia. Oh, oh, got it. I see the word now. It looks like it would be like some kind of plant. I know. But I didn't know this. If you go to um, MerriamWebster.com, apparently the term Asiatic is sometimes offensive. And it says that in there. Huh. And like Sarah said earlier, these books were written a while ago. Um, But that is what the word means. It just means coming from Asia. So there's like, they give examples in Asiatic lily. Uh, the Asiatic elephant. Um, that's all I know. First used sometime in 1602. But, you know, these are books. We've got to look it up. Yeah, look live it and learn. That's right. All right. Green. <laughs> all right. So, ah. my turn. Um, so, Harry thought about what Hermione said. A lot. And sometimes it seemed crazy. And then other times he found himself thinking about all the spells that had like best served him. And he even found himself subconsciously planning lessons. Mm-hmm. Professor Harry. <laughs> I like honestly though, I think Harry would have been a great defense against the dark arts teacher. And sometimes I wish for that sure. that would have been the route that she had gone for him at the end of the book. As Maybe opposed to an order. Maybe he that's what he does like in his like older retirement-ish. Maybe. You know what I mean? He's only what pushing 40 mm-hmm. in first child, so yeah. Maybe True. when his kids are done with school. Yeah. Because yeah. that would be weird to teach your own kids. Not that it's unheard of, but for Harry Potter it might be. His kids that's we saw true. the like pushback already, from Albus already. They already have to live with the last name of Potter. Right? So, um, he says, yeah, he has thought about it, but he doesn't know. 
Um, so now that Ron is like sure that Harry is not going to just start shouting about it, now he starts bringing his opinion into it. And he jumps in and says that he thought that it was a good idea from the start. Yeah. Harry's like, you did hear what I said about it all being luck, right? And Hermione is like really <laughs> gentle here. She's, There's no point in pretending that you're not good at defense against the dark arts. Like he's the only person who could have thrown off the Imperius curse last year. He can produce a full-fledged Patronus, and he can do all sorts of things that full-grown wizards can't. And then she says, Victor always said, Victor always said, and then Ron looks around so fast that he gets a crick in his neck and goes, yeah, what did Vicky say? Vicky! <laughs> Vicky, Vicky! Gosh, he is so emotional. You know that's like a technique that people like used or maybe they still use it. I don't know where um, they'll try to be like they'll know that like the person they like is talking about like you know like her here another guy and so he calls him by like not his name. Yeah. So like oh Vicky and it's like it's Victor whatever. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, So She then continues and says that Victor said Harry knew how to do stuff that even he didn't, and he was in his last year at Durmstrang. Oh, sorry, you looked like you were going to say something. I was going to say Dormstrang. Dormstrang, sorry. So Ron asks if Hermione is still in contact with Vicky, and Hermione says that she can have a pen pal if she wants, and then Ron is like, he didn't only want to be your pen pal. (laughs) Which, I mean, just saying, Ron, if you're jealous, like, jump on it. You know, you should have learned that last year with the old ball. Just saying. She's a single lady and she's a lot of talk to who she wants. Yep. Victor, I love you. Victor, I do. (laughs) When we're apart, my heart beats only for you. Okay. Um, so Harry's like, Harry's just like, wait, Harry asks if it, if it would just be him teaching Ron and Hermione. Um, (laughs) But Hermione is like, well, we're kind of talking about defending ourselves against Voldemort. And she stutters, but she says it. And Ron, of course, flinches. And she goes, oh, don't be pathetic, Ron. It doesn't seem fair if we don't offer the chance to other people. I like that. Mm -hmm. I agree. If he's going to be doing it already, why not? Allow other people in on it, you know? So They're all you. suffering from Umbridge being the teacher. It's not just the three of them. Fudge. And it's not even just about grades. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think that's where her head is at. You know, as much as Hermione, she is all about, all about them books, about them books. Good grades. <laughs> oh, my Did you just make that up on your own? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very proud of you. It was very good. Um, she has changed so much from year one, you know, yeah. where ex- being expelled was the worst thing that could happen to someone. You know, she is really embracing the fact that this is real and they have to protect as many people as they can. Yeah. Well, she said that in the last chapter, she's that there are, there are things that are more important than grades. Um, and like you said, it's so true. And she wants as many people that want to learn uh, practically to learn. Right. You were going to say something, Kate? Oh, I was going to say, Fudge should be afraid of Hermione because she's the one building up the army, man. That's right. right. Hermione, me. She's Girl the one power. coming after his job. And right. guess what? Oh. You're going to get oh. Oh. You better hide your jobs. <laughs> 
Um, so then Harry thinks about it, but reminds Hermione that, according to everybody, he's a nutter. So who else would want to be taught by him? And Hermione says that he would probably be surprised and suggest that they at least just tell anyone who's interested to meet during their Hogsmeade visit so that he can see who decides to show up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you guys think that she was already like putting the idea oh, like yeah. quietly out there? Yeah. Because yeah. like, because when she says like he would be surprised, I'm like, girl, you're already asking people if they'd be interested. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think Hermione, obviously, like she knows her friends really well. And as much as Harry's like, I'm not doing this, she knows that like he can't help himself and he would have going to do it eventually. Yeah. Because you know? he's the chosen one. I am the yeah, yeah. You know, he's the type of guy that, like, he's willing to he likes help others. You know yeah. what I mean? And I think he likes a challenge. It's like, he doesn't think that he's good enough for this, so he almost wants to prove himself wrong by doing a good job at it, you know? Yeah. Harry. So then Ron is like, why do we have to do it outside of school? And Hermione is kind of, I kind of, like, envision her saying this, like, obviously, Ron, this is why. Because... I don't think Umbridge would be very happy if she found out what we were up to. Yeah. She's not wrong. She is not wrong because Umbridge is already onto them. Probably. Educational decree 35,001. Oh my God. Not going to do it. Nope. (laughs) No fun for students unless you're a Slytherin. Right? <laughs> I get free reign of the castle this year. Meg, did you so just much. love your fifth year at Hogwarts? Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> I feel like if she only, like, going back to the whole Quidditch thing, of like, if she'd only let them, like, what's the point of only letting, like, one or two of the, like, houses play Quidditch? There's not a point. That, you know what I mean? Like, what's the point of paying, playing one team? She don't care. Because it's about giving know, them like advantage for house points. I couple pups had the best parties, not Slytherin. Can you That's imagine all the food? <laughs> I just think it would be the best atmosphere. They would have a lot of great food. Um, and like they're very welcoming people. Yeah, we are. All right. It's yellow. So Harry is looking forward to this Hogsmeade weekend trip, even if it means... He has to make a speech, but he doesn't think about that till the last minute. But he is worried about Sirius because so it's almost October and Sirius had been very silent since the last time they spoke at the beginning of September. So it's probably been like at least a couple of weeks since he's spoken at all, like no correspondence. Um, But Harry's still worried, like, you know, is Sirius just going to show up there and like just throw caution to the wind and. Like, what's going to happen if this big black dog comes bounding at us and, like, we happen to run into Malfoy at the same time? Like, clearly they know what's going on. Like, it's just really bad news. So this poor kid has to worry about that. Um, and he, he talks to Ron and Hermione, which I think is good because earlier in this book he was bottling everything up. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ron sides with Sirius a bit. He's like, you know, you can't totally blame him for wanting to get out and about, like... Sure, it wasn't probably any fun, like, being on the run for two years, but at least he wasn't cooped up in the house with, you know, a lunatic creature, to which Hermione's not very pleased that he says that, but she doesn't say anything. Yes, Tiffany? I think this is one of those moments where we can really see that Ron is learning to be empathetic towards people, like, in more of an outspoken kind of way. 
Like he may have always thought these things, but I love how he voices that because he's not wrong. Like it's super hard for a serious. Like, first of all, I don't think that is in Sirius's nature to be locked up. He his he turns into a dog. He, he dogs are not meant to be like caged up. So I think it's really hard for him. And I like that Ron brings that to light, even though obviously we know it's very very dangerous. Sasa. Yeah. Um, well, and I know that like, since we started with this book um, and people have been listening to chapters and we've seen people on the air being like, Haha, if they only knew when they were talking about Sirius not oh being gosh. able to get out for months, like we all now know how that feels I know. Uh, to be stuck in a house. Um, it's not fun. <laughs> I think I think you're a seer, Sasa, because I believe you are the one that really brought that up and said it. Okay, it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I'm grateful that I can I have have to leave my house for my job. Um, so I just I feel for serious in this moment and in this book because it's gotta be hard, especially because he mm-hmm. like he, when he talked to Harry and he didn't have he hadn't seen anybody for days. Um, and like Ron says, he's cooped up with that house elf that they don't like each other. Um, so it can't be pleasant. And he's in a he's in a place that has a lot of hard memories for him um, to be there. But he knows he at least knows, I think, in the back of his head, like why he's doing it and why he's there um, for not only like his best friends, but like for Harry. And it still sucks. But for yeah. sure. All right, go on, Katie. Sorry. Do not apologize. <laughs> that was a wonderful conversation. Was it vanishing? Where do they go? Conversation? I don't know, but it was still great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Hermione's like, well, you know, until Voldemort comes out into the open, Sirius doesn't really have a choice but to stay hidden. Uh, she says, quote, the stupid ministry isn't going to realize that Sirius is innocent until they realize that Dumbledore has been telling the truth all the time, but Dumbledore is really not in great spirits with the ministry right now at all. Um, And then she says, once, quote, the fools start catching real Death Eaters, it'll be obvious that Sirius isn't one. And she says, I mean, he hasn't got the mark for one thing. I want to point out, though, that that doesn't really prove anything because Narcissa isn't a Death Eater, or have the dark mark but she i mean she comes to the light side obviously but like she was in cahoots with them the whole time but does she really come to the light side or Mm. is she just being a slytherin and trying to preserve her family Mm -mm. boom but the malfoys are pretty textbook self-preservation slytherin yeah right but But that's a fair point and not having a mark doesn't necessarily mean anything correct yes absolutely correct like but i think that both of them like uh, uh, because don't they say or doesn't draco saying cursed child when talking about astoria his departed wife that like a reason why they they got along so well is because she didn't agree with any of that blood supremacist stuff and her parent his parents didn't like her because of that yeah i don't think that dad his parents yeah i i was gonna say i don't think his parents so much ever did the right thing but draco definitely changed yeah 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 no i agree maybe his attitude not so much but i feel like the way that he operated in his life i I feel like because 
the way he acted in Cursed Child, like his kid was in danger. So like, I think any parent's going to be a little bit like not super happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I kind of feel like that was just an intensified version of his regular self. I feel like he and Harry could never, maybe he calmed down with other people, but I feel like he and Harry were always going to have that rivalry for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, as for Narcissa and Luscious, I feel like Narcissa did a really brave thing in that moment, but it was also a very like selfishly brave thing. Yeah. With the self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, like, had she not done that, the whole war could have gone a different direction. Um, yeah. how many other lives would have been lost? Um would Harry have died? I mean, he's, you know, like, for real. you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. doesn't like, I think like one, one act on her part does not make her a wonderful person. She just, yeah, was, she did, she did the, the right thing in the moment and the right. brave thing. Um, yeah. but that doesn't make her, I mean, but honestly, we don't know a crazy ton about her, so I can't say. Mm-hmm. how good or bad of a person she is but she's I not. honestly think that once Voldemort wanted to use Draco is when her mind started changing not necessarily for like oh I don't believe that you know like muggles are not bad anymore I feel, still think that she still hold, held like a prejudice against um Muggleborns and muggles and blood traders and all of that per se but I think that that's when she was like, okay, maybe this is a step too far now that it's hitting too close to my home. But like, so he was underage. So who let him get the dark mark? Like, I guarantee they, it? they didn't have a choice. I guarantee that. It was to save their family, like legacy. They had to have Draco get it. They're, it like, was like, you do this or you're probably going to be dead. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm just pointing that out. I'm not saying any which way about it. I'm just he was no, what, and, 16 and, at the time? And he 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 never lived up for what his father wanted him to be. And he's he we heard him say that, you know, Precious Potter and all of this and why did Hermione Granger beat you out and all of these other things? Like, we know that Lucius put him down constantly. Oh, for sure. And yeah, this yeah. was something that was going to bring the Malfoys back to the oh, holy family of the dark side of everything. You know what I mean? But, you know. This is also a conversation for like another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it totally is. But this is Swish and Flick. And we do what we want. Right? Sure. I just have a lot of feelings on all of those things. But you're allowed to I mean, feel me. Draco, I mean, every single member of the Malfoy family character profile, Felix file is going to be epic. True. Every yeah. single we one done those. one yet? No. No. We did a Death Eater one, so we like briefly touched, but not like just their own. We should, though. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe towards the end of this book, once we like are reintroduced to them with like the battles and stuff like that, you know, maybe we can do a couple of the Death Eaters. I'm down. Cool. Back to, back to the chapter. But yeah, half blood yeah. prince is yeah, Draco, Draco time. Yeah. But go ahead. Draco time. All right. Draco time. So Ron, he's like, I don't Makes really think. Oh Sorry. my God. <laughs> Ron is like, I don't really think that Sirius is stupid enough to show up like you're worrying about. 
Um, but Harry still looks worried, of course, because Harry's always worried. So Hermione changes the subject and she's like, well, me and Ron have kind of been like testing the waters, seeing who might be interested in learning like proper defense against the dark arts. And a couple people do seem interested. So she's like, listen, Hogsmeade weekend, like, let's tell them to meet us somewhere there. Um, and then she's like, listen, don't worry, because clearly Harry's still worrying about this. Um, like, he, you have enough on your plate, even without Sirius. So Harry's like, you know, you're not wrong. Like, I'm barely keeping up with homework still, um, though it is better because I don't have any de- any of Umbridge's detentions anymore. Um, but poor Ron's even further behind than he is because Ron has prefect duties. <laughs> Um, but Hermione, classic, she's taking more subjects than both of them, and yet she has all her homework done and still manages to make some elf clothes. And Harry says that, you know, she's actually getting better. You can almost always tell the difference between the hats <laughs> and the socks. <laughs> Poor Hermione. All right. Today is the day. It's coronation day. Just kidding. <laughs> the window is open, so is that door. I didn't know they did that anymore. Who <laughs> knew we had a thousand salad plates? <laughs> so it's Hogsmeade's day. I don't know why I call it Hogsmeade's. Hogsmeade day. And so they all have to wait in line so Phil can make sure that all the students who are going to Hogsmeade have permission to be there. And it makes Harry think of Sirius, because of Sirius, um, he is that's the reason he's allowed to go because Sirius signed his permission slip. So that's that was nice of him. So when it's Harry's <laughs> turn, Filch takes a big old sniff of him. <laughs> basically, it makes he's like, Oh, yeah, yeah, he's probably smelling for dung bombs. Um, and so I think Ron was like, Why is he smelling you? <laughs> I'd be like, don't so he retold me. them the story of Filch accusing him of sending them or requesting them or something, you know, with the letter a few weeks ago when he was sending the letter to Sirius and he was in the owlery, owl- which is a hard word for Sasa to say. Um, <laughs> and he notes, Harry notes that Hermione found more interest in that story than Harry himself did. And then she wondered out loud, like, oh, I wonder who tipped Filch off. Um, and Harry says, eh, maybe it was Malfoy because, you know, Malfoy would do something like that. But Hermione is skeptical of that idea. So um, then he's like, oh, so like, where are they going to have their meeting today? Like three broomsticks. I love their butterbeer. And she's like, uh-huh, <laughs> nope. Um, Hermione has planned for them to meet at the Hogshead because, you know, doesn't that sound like a great place to meet? Hermione says she doesn't want to meet the broomsticks because it is always packed there and it's noisy and she doesn't she doesn't think that they're going to be overheard in the hog's head where she thinks that they would be in the three broomsticks. But it's actually later pointed out to her that they would have been less likely to be overheard in the three broomsticks because of it being packed and being noisy. And so I'm just going to read a little bit from the chapter. This is a battered wooden sign hung from a rusty bracket over the door with a picture upon it of a wild boar's severed head leaking blood onto the white tablecloth around it. The sign creaked in the wind as they approached. All three of them hesitated at the door. And I wonder, like, because, like, once they go inside, like, the whole place is kind of pretty dirty. Yeah. Um. So, like, I wonder, like, in my ha- in in my mind, like, even the, the sign above the door is, like, real dirty, too. Yep. Yep. They go in, Harry leads, leading the way 
they walk inside the hogshead. So I'm going to read a little bit more from the chapter. It was not at all like the three broomsticks whose large bar gave an impression of gleaming warmth and cleanliness. The hogshead bar comprised one small, dingy, and very dirty room that smelled strongly of something that might have been goats. <laughs> Makes me giggle. The it bay window. Wink, wink. Yeah. Goats. Good goats. And not like LeBron James or like, you know, me, because I am the greatest of all time, but like just regular old goats that are eat your grass. You know, some would say Michael Jordan, but that's not my business. <laughs> <laughs> Who's still playing? I don't know. That and doesn't matter. It's me. <laughs> it's me. Regardless of what you say, not Michael Jordan. It's Sasa. Uh, I am the goat. You're not wrong. End of discussion. Some would say Tom Brady as well. Uh, oh! Oh! <laughs> hey, he ripped his pants during that golf match the other day. Did anybody that see that? That was amazing. Hilarious. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is amazing. That's great. <laughs> I love how he handled it, though. That was sweet. Let's let's get back to the goat me talking uh, because I am the greatest of all time. (laughs) So the bay windows were so encrusted with grime that very little daylight could permeate the room, which was lit instead with the stubs of candles sitting on rough wooden tables. The floor seemed at first glance to be earthy, though as Harry stepped onto it, he realized that there was stone beneath what seemed to be the accumulated filth of centuries. It just really makes me think, I wonder what he was like living with. Like, bro, you have magic. <laughs> right? I feel like like scorchify something sometime, you know. So here's how I feel. I feel like growing up in that household, because if y'all don't know, it's Aberforth. He is a uh, Dumbledore. Well, Albus's brother. I can't say he's Dumbledore. Like they're both Dumbledores. So I feel like you know when like you have siblings, and like maybe this is you. Like maybe you're like the messier one, or maybe you're like the cleaner one. I feel like everything has its place and everything in its place is Dumbledore. Like Elvis. Elvis has like, you know, all of the, his things on his desk are at 90 degree angles, you know, uh, like someone on a TV show would say, if it's not a right angle, it's a wrong angle where like okay. Aberforth probably just throws stuff anywhere. Like, yep, sure. That's fine. You know what I mean? I consider myself an acute angle. Okay. <laughs> 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 that quote is from. Don't be so obtuse. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, what's, what's that from? I can't say. Oh. Okay. It's a show. Is it a creek? A, a, acquaintances would 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 like that show. It's about acquaintances. What's another word? Friendly acquaintances. I guess I already said it. Oh, it's friends. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Harry remembered Hagrid had talked about the Hogshead before and that you would meet like, quote, like a funny folk at that bar. Um, And that's where Hagrid had won a dragon's egg from a stranger. And obviously that was from what? Sorcerer's Stone. Right. Uh, Yeah. Yup. And how Hagrid had mentioned, like, he didn't think it was odd that a person there like would hide their face. Um, And so then Harry kind of talks about like, like, he mentioned not mentions, you know how in the book it t- basically talks about like who he sees. So he sees a man sitting at the bar 
with his entire head covered in like gray, dirty bandages, um, who was drinking something smoking, but he was able to drink through a slit that was like right over his mouth. Um, and then there were two people sitting at a table wearing hoods and they're kind of closer to like the windows and Harry notes that he, they basically reminded him of dementors. Um, cause that's like the kind of hood and like stuff that they were wearing, but obviously you knew they weren't dementors because you could hear them speaking. Um, and dementors don't talk. Um, and then there was also a witch sitting by the fire that was wearing a hat with a veil that was so long that it like touched the floor. And then it mentioned her nose, um, was so large. It was protruding, like making the veil come out a little bit. Uh, and little do they know that under that hat disguise is Monongus Fletcher. Dong. Spoiler. Jeez. So, like, Harry isn't totally convinced that Umbridge might not be one of those people that are already in the hogshead because he can't see anyone's faces. And I said, while she isn't there, um, you know, like I've said before, Mundungus Fletcher is. So he really isn't far off with that idea that, like, they're not but are kind of being spied on, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to read some more from the chapter because Hermione says um, like even if Umbridge does come in here there's nothing she can do to stop us Harry because I've double and triple checked the school rules we're not out of bounds I specifically asked Professor Flitwick whether students were allowed to come in the hog's head and he said yes but he advised me strongly to bring our own glasses and I've looked up everything I can about study groups and homework groups and they're definitely allowed I just don't think it's a good idea if we parade what we're doing Mm -hmm. um and then Harry, no, he said dryingly, especially it, as it's not exactly a homework group we're planning, is it? Um, and I'm like, that's kind of basically like a little bit of foreshadowing to like literally the lengths that the ministry and Umbridge will and are going to go to get control over not just Hogwarts, but Dumbledore, Harry, and like all of them in the near future um, mm-hmm. really to control things. And um, another little blip from the bar or from the book. It says the barman's um, is that sidled, saddled. How do you say that? Sidled. So the barman sidled towards them um, out of a back room. He was a grumpy-looking old man with a great deal of long gray hair and beard. He was tall and thin and looked vaguely familiar to Harry. And I said, I wonder why. Oh, because there's another Dumbledore in this book. Interesting. <laughs> Credence. Oh, sorry, I'm so sorry. We don't, we don't, we don't I know, know, I know. Let's see if he even is around in the 1990s. Um, and so Hermione then orders three butter beers, which cost six sickles, and Harry pays for them. So then they go sit down at a table far from the like farthest from the bar, and Ron immediately <laughs> says that he best that they could probably order whatever they want from the barman. He probably is willing to sell them anything. Uh, and Ron's always wanted to try fire whiskey, and Hermione reminds him that he's a prefect, and his response is, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm with Ron. <laughs> what? <laughs> try it." It sounds like it would be delish. Fire not at all nutrish. Um, would you would you go up to Aberforth and ask? He no, for sure hard would no. not do it. I would not. <laughs> um, Harry asks Hermione. I don't know. You know what I say that I, I he hundred percent wouldn't. I bet you he probably would because like I don't know how much he cares. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 
Like if it was like a, a brand new, like young kid, he probably would be like, no, but like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's one of those types of people. Like if you want to do it, he's like, I'm not going to stop you. Like if you want to like drink till you're like getting yourself sick, like that's your own fault. I don't know. Don't do that. Anyway. So Harry asks Hermione who she said is coming to this meeting. Uh, and she's kind of like, Oh, it's just a couple of people. They should be here soon. And she doesn't even get to finish her sentence when like the bulk of all of these people start coming in. Um, and so I'm going to name off all the people that have come. So it's Neville, Dean, Lavender, Bavardi, Padma, Cho, and her giggly friend, a.k.a. Marietta Edgecombe, ugh, Luna, Katie Bell, Alicia Spinnett, Angelina Johnson, Colin and Dennis Creevy, Ernie Mack. Ernie, Ernie Mack. Mack. <laughs> He's basically the basically best. Basically the best. <laughs> Justin Finch Fletchley, Hannah Abbott, a Hufflepuff girl whose name Harry didn't know. That's me. Uh, Anthony Goldstein, who I think might be... Um, a relative, right, of Tina and Newt or Queenie. Queenie, Queenie. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I don't know if that's proven, but I feel like it is. Uh, Michael Corner, who also dates Ginny, correct? Terry Boot, Ginny, a member of the Hufflepuff Quidditch team who remains nameless. Fred, George, Lee Jordan. And so if I counted correctly, that's 25 of them plus the trio, which makes 28, I believe. Sasa Wood and I applaud. Which is a division of seven. I'm just Ooh. saying. Get out. Is yep. your hand raised? I'm just glad it's not 13. Yeah, you know? same. He's gonna get up. Well, if Harry does, that's cool. He's got a soul to spare. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry isn't just through the amount Excuse of Excuse me, people. do you have a soul I can borrow? <laughs> <laughs> that is not Harry's voice. I got an extra soul, man. It's all oh, good. Yeah, I, I got like this it's like a bonus soul, man. <laughs> uh, I should go. <laughs> I should just leave right now. Oh, um, God. So, it's not sure that the amount of people that are there is considered a couple of people. Um <laughs> And then Hermione's like, tells Harry, you know, the ideas just seem quite popular. And then she also tells Ron to just get more chairs. Um, and it, it's funny because it's noted that, like, the barman, a.k.a. Aberforth, I don't like calling him the barman, but they don't know his name yet. But I do. Uh, Aberforth <laughs> stops what he was doing. And he's like, and I think it's noted like he's washing the glass, but, like, it doesn't look like the glass is dirty, the rag is dirty, nothing is getting cleaner. Um, and then Harry wonders if he had ever seen his bar this full. Probably not. Unless it was full of goats. Oh my god. Good. I like, like can we goats? just like talk about how cute baby goats are for a second. I mean they're awesome. Yeah. I like the ones that get scared they're and like they get puppies. all stiff. They feel like oh. puppies, the soft fur. It's the best. If I remember, I'll post a picture of Meg with the little baby goat at Cedar Point. She was obsessed. I think I remember like goat yoga was a thing last summer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what happened to that? <laughs> Oh my god. Anybody that's... else doing goat yoga? I would Leeting love to. good time. I want to do cat yoga. I caught that salsa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. Well, that is the end of the first half. So let's go to the lightning bolt round. All righty. Yes, ma'am. We have quite a lot. I have a question. What? Sure. Would you have brought your own glass? <laughs> Heck yes. Yeah. Flask. I'm not drinking out of no rusty bottle. 
think I'm sorry. You could have brought that one that extends that you bought on the internet highway. What did I buy? A water bottle that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I will tell you that. Um, don't judge me too hard for this, but one time when I was in Ireland, um, we would drink <laughs> essentially warm Bud Lights because who drinks that? I wasn't necessarily ordering them, but my cousins really only drink Bud Light. Um, mind you, we were all of age, but uh, they don't keep them because, like, who buys? Who gets? Bud Light in Ireland, but um, we I've drank a warm Bud Light from a shelf that was like dusty because two drinks in in Ireland. You're crazy. <laughs> Good story. Again, don't touch me too hard. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Ready for ready. ready. Marchismo asks, "What would you call a magical scar remover?" Scar be gone. Uh, I was oh! gonna say that, and I thought it was too cheesy. <laughs> What's that wart remover called? Like Saint Joseph? <laughs> I'd call it like, what? or is it Doctor John? What the heck am I talking about? Doctor John. So <laughs> talking about no that wart remover. It's like Saint or Doctor. Or what if it was just Mrs. Scour's scar remover? I like Dermo that. spell. Oh, Dermodobus. <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh, All right. Jesse asks if you had one dark magical item, what would it be and how would it be used? Oh, gosh. Wait, say it again. If you had one dark magical item, what would it be and how would it be used? Dark magical item. I'm not evil. This is I'm, hard for me to think I'm of. Probably be like a comb. Okay, um, like what, quite what conspicuous. Would you Maybe like if I got mad at you, I would like comb some of your hair, and then your hair would fall. I don't know. Don't make oh, me comb you. That's <laughs> funny. But I'm just thinking like I'm trying to think of like something I'd use like regularly or something. Not that the comb means a lot to me or anything. I'm just thinking like, ooh, I got one. That's something like I could be able to use or like. A pair of like shears, you know, like ki- like not kitchen shears, but like um, hair cutting scissors, you know. What if you had? I would have. This is really evil, and I'm sorry. I thought of it. I apologize. A water bottle that whatever you put in it turned it to poison. Oh, <gasps> Tiffany! I know. I know. But what if like you could also like not have it be poison? So like, no, it's just dark magic. You know what I mean? Magic. No, but like, what if you have control over it? So, like, you want to give your enemies like a false sense of security. Oh, yeah. So maybe you you put like some wine in there. So you you shoot Katie with the wine and shoot Megan with the poison. Oh, or vice versa. (laughs) Or vice versa. Oh my God! Don't drink anything that Sarah offers you ever. I think that my magical, dark magical item would be a cat, and it would Always turn... your answer. It, but uh, it would... I'd be a cat. I'd choose a cat. I'd have a cat. cat no, but, cat, cat. but just imagine if you could have, like, a cat that just did, like, turned into this evil creature on your command, and it would just, like, like a, attack. Like a gremlin? Yeah. You do call Iggy a gremlin. He looks like a gremlin sometimes. It's the best. 
And they're so inconspicuous. Like, look at how stinking cute he is over there with his little fluffy butt. And then all of a sudden, he would just turn in. He would turn into this evil creature that would go, I will kill you. Oh, my God. All right, Katie. Or seriously, Inja. Or what? Seriously, Inja. Never met her. Just maim. Seriously, Inja. I'm going to go super Hufflepuff and say, I just want a nose-biting teacup because that's funny. Oh, my God. Is it just a nibble or is it full on biting? Depends on how much I like the person. Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't like the person. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Truffles asks, is Umbridge related to Moldy Voldy in any way? No. Hope not. I don't think so either. No. She no. has no, well, so. They're no. both. Um, neither one of them are right. purebloods. Correct. So, uh, Correct. They both preach things that they actually aren't correct well because actually umbridge does try to try to like mm-hmm. hint that she is a descendant when. of slytherin i think that if not. she if no, she, she it, uh, no not slytherin she's oh like, selwyn That's selwyn right. so i feel like if she was we would know about it you know what i mean yeah for sure uh, she's that type of person she'd embrace that for sure uh, a thousand percent <laughs> The Mighty Oak asks, what would you conjure out of thin air with magic? Cats. Cats. God. No. Okay. Here it is. <laughs> you For the rest of the episode, you're not allowed to say cats for Tiffany, any answers. Why are you what? so mean to me? Because it's always cats. Okay. A kitten? No. <laughs> a measle? <laughs> oh, no. No animals for you. What? Of any kind. All right, I would conjure. If I could conjure anything, it would be and food. not food. <gasps> Tiffany, <laughs> you can't conjure to eat. You can't Bring do it, Katie. Katie. You're breaking the law. A really <laughs> comfy chair I could nap in. All right, I'll give you that one then. Jeez. A cat bed for my cat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> cat toys. <laughs> A cat snake. Evil. Listen to that cackle. <laughs> oh god. A hack cackle. I heard on the internet. Sarah, what about you? Um, I have an answer, but I don't want to say it. She would conjure. <laughs> then a choose comb. a different one. You bad, bad girl. It's not a bad thing. I just don't want the masses to hear it. All right. Well, tell me the after. Now I'm interested. <laughs> um. You better spit that out before I come through the internet and harm you physically. If I could conjure anything, I don't know if this exists, but I would conjure like an endless supply of a hair mask that actually like is great. You know what I mean? Sure. So like my hair could be restored. (laughs) (laughs) From all the damage I've done to it. (laughs) That's fair. What would I conjure? A nicer Tiffany who doesn't ban me from certain things I want to conjure. <laughs> I would conjure the world's comfiest pants. Oh, dude. That's good. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't need to wear pants. Temperature controlled pants. Yes. Oh, my God. What? If I could have a whole temperature controlled outfit right now that would just like bathe me in coolness, I would love it. <laughs> So, next question is Courtney. How how 
long do you think Hermione and Ron talked together about Harry teaching everybody before they brought it up to him? Did Ron know about it before they brought it up to Harry? I don't think yes. he did. Yeah, I think he yeah, did. I think he did. It wasn't his idea, but I think he talked to her about it. I don't genuinely. I think that was the first he was hearing of it. I don't, I don't think know. So. I thought he knew. I don't think so. Because I was kind of like, my answer to this was going to be, I guarantee you, Hermione brought it up to Ron like she maybe probably even that first night that he had detention. And she was like, we got to do something about this. I guarantee you she did one of those conversations with him where she like thought out loud, like how she does sometimes when she gets ideas. Yeah. And she's like, do you think we should have Harry teach us defense against the dark arts? And Ron would like go to say something and she'd be like, of course he should. He's so good at blah, blah, yes. blah. He can't <laughs> just blah, blah, blah. And then like he can't talk and she yeah. just goes and she's like, thanks, Ron. And then leaves. <laughs> I no, like that. I tell, that's headcanon. I love it. <laughs> Sarah's over there looking it up in the book. Yeah, I, <laughs> I swear that he knew about no, it. No, really, because like it just seems like the conversation because she's saying, like, you know, um, she's like, I, I was thinking about today. This is what she said. She goes, I was thinking today, I was thinking that maybe the times come when sh- we should just do it ourselves. And here's like, do what? And she said, Well, learn defense against our dark arts ourselves. So I think she like so what it basically in my head is saying like she just made this decision like or thought of it today and then this is the first she's saying to both of them um because ron says come on come off it he groaned ron you want us to do extra work you, you realize harry and i are behind in homework again and it's not and it's only the second week and she's like but it's so much more important than homework um mm-hmm. but then Har- Sarah, harry and ron right. goggled at her i know thank you you're right wow. i apologize all right, chalk one up for Sasa. I guess the answer Y'all, to your question would be I told no. You, I <laughs> am the goat, so why don't you believe me? <laughs> um, Somebody just put Sarah's face on a goat body. <laughs> do it. Send it to us. I'm going to print it out and hang it on the wall. Yes. <gasps> Look at that sweet little baby goat. Um, okay, so Lisa asks, what kind of parties do you think each house has? I mean, we know what kind of Gryffindor bodies we have. Rockus! Oh my god. I'm sure Slytherin parties are very similar to Gryffindor parties. They're they're quite similar people. Hufflepuffs are always potlucks. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know so here's the thing though like yes i'm a ravenclaw but like i also love a mean party um yeah megan i was gonna say that i kind of view ravenclaw parties as like super fancy like wine and cheese parties where everybody's like hanging around like talking all sophisticated <laughs> have you ever been to a party event where we're talking sophisticated no yeah <laughs> Murder mystery no. when we're pretending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I just want like people to like come together uh and have a good time. So like we play games at my at least at my Sarah O'Malley parties. Yeah, but that's I, like a I won't lie, I'm a Ravenclaw thing to play games. Ravenclaws sit in a circle and they read riddles to each other. <laughs> <laughs> What I we mean, like to 
do is we read Chaucer to each other. Oh my gosh. <laughs> or like Cards Against Humanity, you know, what's the difference? <laughs> right, right. The Canterbury Tales. You know, we we could do trivial pursuit. There we go. Harry Potter trivial pursuit. <laughs> I have it. Oh, I was gonna say, is that a thing? Yeah, oh, I have yeah. it. Sheesh. Is it tough or is it like easy eh. easy and squeeze? It's okay. Depends. Yeah, it. All right, right, next one. Next one. Uh, Jess, which house would do the most karaoke? Gryffindor. I would agree. Gryffindor and Slytherin are. uh, Slytherin would film the Gryffindors. (sighs) Really? Oh, you really think Hufflepuff would? I think they're all too shy. I feel like they're a little bit all too introverted. I don't know if I agree. Unless we I've had... Done, I've done karaoke once. I'm going to ask another one. So Lisa asks, what is each house's drink of choice? I totally like, call Ravenclaw's wine. Is this adult beverage or just any drink? Yeah, adult beverage. Oh, okay. okay, you know... Gryffindor's, Gryffindor's beer. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> beer. <laughs> Slytherin is like... I Slytherin's like mixed drinks. Like a sidecar would be a great Ravenclaw drink. Let's talk cocktails, though. Like gin and tonic for Slytherin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you would be like an old fashioned, actually. Okay, I can deal with that. Yeah. Fashion. Have you ever had one? I don't yeah. like them. They're very I've had strong. one. Yeah. <laughs> I like a good sidecar a lot. I had that a couple of times. I really enjoyed that. What would Griff be as far as cocktails go? A spicy margarita. Mm. <gasps> Jeez. Um, trying to think of something like a martini. Mm. No, fire whiskey. Yeah. Hi, Iggy. Oh my god, he just rubbed on my face. That was the cutest. Yeah, he's the best. A mule, Moscow mule, perhaps. I feel like a Moscow Mule is a good Hufflepuff cocktail. I love a good bourbon berry smash, though. A bourbon berry smash. You know what I'm saying? I also feel like that would be good reading books, though. So, like, while you're reading a book, having a Blackberry bourbon smash. Let Mm -hmm. me tell you, I'm craving one of those today. I'm not even lying. Uh, I googled, YouTubed, like, um, I'm like, how do you... Obviously, like, I kind of know how to make one, but I was like, let me, like watch someone make one and then be like I'd like to drink you but you're in the computer so I can't <laughs> I want Hufflepuffs to be rum and coke because it's sweet but has With an edge I like that. Ooh, a dark stormy would be like another good one that could be a Gryffindor one yeah because it's beer right Is um, beer? it's other stuff it's not de- I think it's bourbon oh really Wait, what is my thing? Oh, I'm thinking like a black and tan. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yes, that is. Um, um, Vinny asks. Oh, go ahead. And ginger beer is a dark and stormy, which are oh, very that sounds good. good. Ginger beer. Vinny asks, "What's the best common room for a party?" Griff. I was going to say Hufflepuff. It's right by the kitchen. Yes. It's like secluded. 
right? No, we can I guess let it's it not get... necessarily secluded, but it's by the kitchens, which is pretty epic. Listen, Gryffindors is mm. always going to end with someone with the lampshade on their head, but Hufflepuff, it could go <laughs> that way or it could be like totally chill. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, you'll be chill by the end of the night in Hufflepuff. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Everybody's going to be in a food coma, though. Oh, yeah. Snack coma. I want a snack. <laughs> Maui Potter asks, where would you have held the meeting for Dumbledore's army? Shrieking Shack, man. Right? No, that would have been. Yeah. Well, no question. It's still secretive. I don't know. I probably, honestly, I probably would have done Hogsmeade, Hogshead. Right. Really? I think I would have done the three broomsticks. That's way too, well, no, that would have been smarter. They do say that. But it's be loud, it you be know. to be overheard. I yeah. would have done it in the streets. I, Maybe. I, I, I probably would have gone with the kitchens, right? I just would have. You just, just kept it in Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Have been. Yeah, no, no one's going to suspect you there. You're, you know, it's a bustle, bustle and bustle the kitchen, you know. How about the chamber? <laughs> the chamber of secrets. I like that. Yeah. Manny says Dumbledore's office. Cut out the middleman. <laughs> oh, I like Hagrid's hut. I like that. The Forbidden Forest. Yeah. The chamber is incredibly underused. You are correct, Caitlin. How would they get out of there? Like, where's Fox when you need him? Am I Just right? Just call Brooms, him. Bring man. a broom with you. Be like, hey, oh, that's your come broom. to the bathroom. Bring a broomstick. See you later. <laughs> 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 all right uh jess asks do you think people get carded in the wizarding world they'd have to do they have ID younger than you normally do right but do they even like have id what if it's like what if you use your wand oh <gasps> oh that's hey. like foolproof i like that well, that's it's like they, a that's what they do like i feel like when you know eric munch at the Ministry of Magic, you know, he's taking people's wands and the little slip comes out and whatever. And yeah. maybe it says your and age. Nose. ASL. Like that. Bunch of crunch and munch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eric Munch. All right. Mia asks, what are you most looking forward to this weekend? I like this question. I hate it. <laughs> I have to work all weekend. Oh, Sasa. I'm sorry, but we appreciate you as a nurse. I'm not a nurse. Well, okay. we appreciate you being in the hospital system. Yeah. It's just going to be help. You'll be okay. And if you need help, I mean, I can't help you, but I can support you <laughs> through text. <laughs> well, I, just, I know that like come Tuesday, I don't know why I did. So this is the thing. I'm working three twelves in a row. And I, the last one honestly was like crazy rough. Um, and so hopefully this one is better. But then, like, I always tell myself, like, why do I do this? But then I'm off until, like, the next week. Like, I work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then I'm off to the following Wednesday. And then my next week I have to work, I did again Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But then I'm off, and then I have a vacation, and then I don't work. So I get, like, two full weeks off after that. But wow. still, why do I do the things I do? What say you, is? Uh, well, we actually have um, – I'm going to be sitting in a lawn chair watching my seniors drive Aww. by in their car. Yeah. yeah. So that's a little different. Um, yeah. Graduation. Uh, congrats to class of 2020. So it's just a little weird. You know, I'm going to be sitting there watching them and 
I make a little sign and say, hey, congrats, you know, and we're not allowed to like typically I would shake hands with my seniors and give them a hug and give them a card. And like they're like, send that in the post, you know, just be there on the side of the road. Like it's crazy. Graduation went from what one hour to like three and a half hours because <laughs> you have to come in different waves. It's it's crazy. But, That's you so know, I, it'll be interesting. I think the weather hopefully will be decent. So, yeah. 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 My plan. Yep. And then I'm going to drive up to Cleveland and I'm going to go <laughs> maybe Tangle Town, stay in my car, you know. <laughs> I don't think around. many people know what Tangle Town is. I think we made that name up, didn't we? Is that actually a real? We did not. That's a, oh, it, I think it's called. Darn it. <laughs> I thought we were being clever. I thought we were being <laughs> all cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, goodness. What are you looking forward to this weekend? Tiffany, what are you doing? I said sleeping in. <laughs> oh, I have just been like religiously waking up early, even on the weekends. Like my body is just like on a schedule now. Um, and but I'm looking forward to the weather being a little bit cooler purely because we don't have AC and it will allow me to stay motivated in our apartment because we're trying to get rid of stuff and clean up. So I really just want I just want to get rid of literally everything because we have way too much stuff and I'm over it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, same so. same Nice. Getting ready to move out of this dreaded apartment that we thought we were going to love and we didn't. <laughs> so excited for this chapter to come to a close, basically. Well, yeah. Um, so Jesse asks, what is the one thing you need to have in your house party? Cats. <laughs> I banned you from that. <laughs> You don't even know what to say. Food. <laughs> all the butter food. beer. Yeah, all the butter All the snacks. And food. I'm not allowed to say that either. I would say for mine, I have to have good food, which 90% of the time I'm cooking and or desserts. Which I, I made a lemon bar the other day. It was delish. Good music. Mm. I'll yeah, say yeah. good company. Yeah. Why, why is That's what's with one. the censorship here on Katie? Why she can't have cats at her at her party? Thank you, Ezra. Everything because no, cats no, are live. Don't even thank him. No, it's her answer for almost everything. So I banned her for the rest of the episode. Oh my god! Cats <laughs> on cats on That's cats, man. Crazy. That's great. Well, let, let me ask you: Have you ever been to a house party and not had like a wide variety of chips? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like you got to have yeah like that, and dips. If if it's not there, you just sort of feel like. Should I stay? Should I, <laughs> uh, like, I would say, do I what need if to leave house right party now? And all the other food is so good, you don't even want to eat chips. That's the kind of house party you should be going to, not the one with the variety of chips. You double dipped a chip? I. <laughs> you better not. You better not. I, I, my thing is, I don't know, like, if, if there's not chips there, it just doesn't feel like a house party. So I'm already. Chips. But if okay. there's good food, you don't need a variety of them. Did you need because a they're good, like cool ranch Dorito? It just you just got like a couple, maybe yeah. like one to two different kinds of chips, and then the good food, the good snacks that are so good you don't want to eat the other chips. You get what I'm, I'm telling saying? you, more importantly than the chips yeah. are the dips. That wow. is what makes the chips is the dips or the veggie tray. Can I get an amen? 
Like I will mean, just it's a that has hosted a party or two in my life that um I've never had a, heard a complaint unless they just don't want to tell me to my face about the food that I've served there. I mean and like that, always have that no bean but chili dip is like no the bean. bomb. That's the no best. Bean no bean dip. dip. As- no, if he ever comes to any of them that I invite him to. Well, now, wait, now, now, wait a second. And I, like I, a good I like, French onion. Hold on, is now, delish. I, I would have came had I known. There, so you're saying like a no bean dip means there are no beans in it. Yeah. And cheese. So it's like a it's chili like dip. And sour cream. Layer, it's three layers. It's very simple. People that are listening, the masses that are listening, what you do is we get hormel no bean dip. That's what we call it. So Hormel no beans. It's like a chili. It's not spicy. It's just like ground meat and like a can with sauce. Um, but there's no beans in it. You put that. No, you put the cream cheese first. And then it's the Hormel no beans stuff. And then, and then cheddar cheese on top. And you could either nuke it in the microwave uh, until it's all melted. Oh, or you could like put it in the oven. But like the microwave's faster and both of them. It just doesn't. You just want it so like everything is melted. Um, it's delicious. And it is so good. And then it's beef sautéed with peas and onions, <laughs> yeah. a layer of ladyfingers. Yeah. Oh my and God. you hide it. That's what we do. Yes, <laughs> well, I, I, but before that, it all sounded great. It sounded like, it sounded like something that was like uh, that I could have on my on my keto diet. So like, that yeah. actually sounded great. Except can for you maybe eat, can you eat all of that stuff. Yeah, that sour sounded cream? like without the beans, like sour cream's great. The cheese was great. Um, it's cream yeah. cheese. Yeah. That's fine. Cream cheese and cheddar cheese. Yeah. It's great. I prefer sharp cheddar. That's the type of cheddar I eat normally. Like when I eat a cheddar type of thing, I, I like a sharp cheddar. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's actually fantastic. So really cook like I don't know if you can cook, but it's a very easy thing to do. You just spread things in a pie dish and melt it. Yeah. Wait, is it, wait are you questioning like the co-host of, of, puff, of puff pastry on whether or not I can I can. <laughs> I, I mean, cook. he did successfully make creme brulee, which was rather impressive, right? Thank you. Thank you. We were great as. Thank you, Katie. The only thing, Katie has never, you, that's the only thing Katie and you have ever made me. So. <laughs> okay. All right. I hear the, I hear the challenge. That's fine. You know what, Katie? Um, I, we got to do have, another puff pastry soon. How about this? Let's make some keto friendly pancakes. Okay. Cause yeah. I have talked about my pancakes. They're delish. I just have to use the right flour, some almond flour and coconut something and, you know, whatever it's called. I'll look it up, Katie. Don't worry. We'll be fine. All right. All right. Okay. I remember three years ago that we said we were going to have a pancake off and it's been three years. I think someone's afraid. Because I think I'm you a- made the pancakes and wouldn't even let you, you wouldn't even you were so afraid you wouldn't even let me make pancakes. <laughs> I'm not afraid because I know that I'm a better cook. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's let's move on here. Marchismo asks if Katie were a cat, what breed of cat would she be? Katie, any you cannot cat, answer. What did you say, Sasa? I said any, 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 and all breed. Accurate. I had all the breeds at one time. You're totes and orange tabby. I love that because they are like orange tabbies all. They're the best. They're sweet. They're reserved. They're cuddly. cuddly. And they're cute. And that is Katie and a kitty cat. Oh, thanks, babe. I'm a main coon. Whoa, large and in charge. <laughs> um what so I'm gonna go with the uh um, like, wait, there are different types of cats. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> the only cat that came to mind was 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 the um 
Cheshire Cat, right? Oh. Nice. Oh. I like right. that. Obvious though. Ezra's a feral cat. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> what kind of cats are all of us? Mm. I feel like I'm a Maine Coon. I'm the kind of cat that's going to knock all your stuff down. Sarah's a Siamese. No. You're a Siamese then. I also like to lounge in the sun. I don't Do you know like to chat. So I don't know what kind of cat I am. You're loud. You're probably also a Siamese. <laughs> yeah, you guys are the Siamese twin cat <laughs> from Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> yeah. Do you see that fish? <laughs> Ezra is a classic domestic short hair like Iggy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. Chill and cool. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome, Ez. Because I don't know what, I don't know cats really again. Just, you know. That's a shame. I can educate you. Don't you worry. Hey, I actually like cats though. Like, you know, my cat um, growing up was, I I named her Professor McGonagall. That's awesome. That was her name. Yeah. So like legit, I I love cat. My my first cat was uh, named Goliath, you know, because I was like five. Yeah. So. <laughs> was a she cat though, so whatever. Um <laughs> All right, give me another question. Courtney, do you think Harry was angry or surprised when everyone walked into Hogsmeade? I mean Hogshead. Surprised. Yeah. I don't think he was oh, mad. He was just shocked. It's a surprise. He was um he was numbed, I believe is the term that was used. Yeah. Shocked. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Jennifer asks if you owned a wizard tavern, what would you name it and how would you decorate it? This is a cool one. I want to answer this quickly because one of my all time favorite things that we have done is gone to that bar in New York called The Cauldron. Yeah. Yeah. I loved the name, The Cauldron. I loved the atmosphere, how it was decorated. It was literally like I felt like I was in a wizard's pub. Like it was so cool. You literally went and got your beer or cider from like this tree that just like dispensed it magically with a wand. Like it was the coolest experience ever. That literally is the epitome of a wizard tavern to me. And I would just copy them. Yeah, (laughs) I agree. Like I like that. You know, I think all of our silverware was different. All like everything like was mismatched, but like still like all had the same feel to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And the food was great. Yeah, it was a great experience uh, and I would love to do it again. Same. I think I'd call my bar Fozzie's place. And no, everybody, Tiffany, we're just, not allowed to talk, talk about Ozzy or dogs. <laughs> you're not allowed. <laughs> I, would, I would probably just call it O'Malley's. What yeah, if I wanted to call one. it O'Malley's. I'm more Whoa. of an O'Malley than you are, so. O'Malley squared. <laughs> Mine's going to be called the Tedig. <laughs> the Tedig. Oh. <laughs> Give me another one. Okay. Are there any more? Yes. What would the trios individually bring to a potluck? Ron would bring a bag of chips because he'd forget. Mm. No, you know he would bring something his mom made. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Hermione would bring wine, a good bottle of wine. Mm -hmm. And I think that Harry 
would chips buy order pizza. <laughs> he would bring something store bought. Yeah. Yeah, like chips and like or hell of a good day. Bring a dish that Molly made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. What is that cereal that they have at the tables? Cheery owls. Cheery owls. <laughs> he would bring oh a box gosh. of cheery owls. No. Um, okay. Jennifer asks if you had a painting in your tavern that was a secret tunnel to Hogwarts, what would it be of and how would the tunnel appear? I'm not allowed to say what it would be of. <laughs> oh, I know Mine's it would be oh, a gold oh, I got it. field. It's gonna be a cat. I got it. It would be a cat. Mine's, <laughs> yeah. mine's a phoenix. Mine's Ooh. a phoenix, and you have to take Grab a candle over it. and you have to blow the candle out, <gasps> and the fire goes whoosh. Ooh, I like that. I want mine to be mine's probably be. Oh, go ahead, Katie. Mine, I want mine to be a hairy cow from Scotland, a hairy coon, <laughs> and you have to tickle it. Um, mine would probably be this cottage in Ireland, um, that like is a family, like my family's, I don't own it. My family doesn't own it, but like, that's where like, I've known, I've met family there. Um, it would be a picture of that and you have to knock on the front door for it to open. I love it. Nice. Ezra? Uh, yeah, I'd probably go with like a, a naughty pine, um, (laughs) Like naughty as in like there's knots on it or like naughty. Both. That that's that's up to that's up to the interpretation. Whoever you know, <laughs> you you look at the pine tree, you decide. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, mm. how do you get through? How do you open up the tunnel? Well, <laughs> uh, I haven't got that far yet. Okay, we <laughs> <laughs> got that far. <laughs> Maggie, did you say what yours was? No, but mine would definitely be a whole litter of kittens. <laughs> Do you have to play feathers? Are you saying them? this because you and Katie would probably own the tavern together, so it's also Katie's? Yeah, thing. so you would have to take, so we would have a feather stick hanging on the wall next to the painting. <laughs> And you would have to shake the feather stick at the kittens. And then once they jumped up and they grabbed it, they would take the feather stick from you. And that would open up a portal. I love that. <laughs> to let you good. walk in. I'm living through you because Tiffany's mean. I mean, it's fine. I'll totally use it against. Uh, I can say cats. You can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isaiah asks. We have two more. Isaiah asks, what do you think of Dumbledore's trust in Mundungus after everything he did or rather didn't do? For some reason, he seems to still trust him, and I just don't know why. I say dump I mean, the dung. I think it's because he just, like, made a mistake, and Dumbledore's not going to trust him with, like... Um, Something huge. Yeah, like, he's just trying yeah. to get... He just gets information, for uh, you know, from being in the bar, the bar which, yeah. like... If it, anybody can do that, like, I do that when I'm out with my family, you know what I mean? Like, you, you know, you're listening... It could be listening in on someone else's conversation or like just because my family is so large. Sometimes I'm just listening to their conversations, which like, you know what I mean? They might not realize that's how I view it. You know, just something simple that he's just there to have a beverage, hide from Aber, Aber, Aberforth and just learn some things. Mm. I I just feel like the trust is a little bit damaged, but. It's not completely. He's so useful. Severed because 
Dung has his own like network of connections that the other people in the order don't. So it's like in Dumbledore's eyes, he feels it's worth it to give him that chance to keep those connections, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And we also know that Dung always has his own agenda with things and he always sees these situations as how he can benefit from them mm-hmm. as well. So being there for the order is one thing probably. And then being there for his own agenda is probably another. Do we know for a fact that he was there for the order by him or he just happened to be there because he's dumb and he likes dirty places and drinks. I think he was, I, I know that once it's revealed that he was the person that relayed the information over to the order, but I don't think that he was there specifically for the order at that time. Like, we know that um, he was dressed or disguised as a, as a witch because Aberforth like banned him from right. the bar. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if he just happened to be there and be like, good timing. And obviously he's like going to tell him. Right. right. And I, I feel like we can also say that he wasn't there for the order because this is five. He was already given his opportunity at the beginning of the book to be a lookout for Harry. And we all know how that went. This would not be another opportunity that would be given to him, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I hear that. He's just at the right place at the right time. Yeah. And and he did the right thing by relaying that information, in my opinion, I think. Yeah. Tattle. (laughs) Last question for the episode. Jennifer asks, if you could make a candy that would instantly cool you off on a hot day, what would it be and how would it taste? Have you guys ever had those chocolate ice cubes? No. Mm -mm. So there's this like, I don't, I don't know what else is in it, but it's this like melty chocolate. It's like chunky, isn't it? No, it's called like an ice cube. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but it's like they're individually wrapped and it's this chocolate that is super melty. But when you put it in your mouth, it instantly feels cool. Oh. It's so good. They have them at B.A. Sweetie. I don't remember. Yeah. I used to get them at Packetans as a kid, which is super weird and random. That and like weird. nobody else except people in Northeast Ohio probably even know what Packetans is. But it's this craft store that me and R. my R. mom P. used to go to. I know. Not even a thing anymore. My mom and I used to go there all the time and they would always have them on the registers and you would just buy them individually for like 20 cents or something like that. And they but were they, what? Chocolate ice cubes? Yeah, it's it's chocolate, but it's called an ice cube. And when you chew it, immediately it feels cool in your mouth. They still sell them at BA Sweetie. They're super good. It's basically a real life ice mice. Kind of. They're really I'm good, with but I love them because like chocolate is not a candy that you would ever associate with like a cool feeling, you know, like I kind of, I, I, what am I trying I to say? But like, in the freezer, they're cool. All right. That's so true. I, got like, I correlate chocolate to like warm drinks, like hot chocolate and that yeah. kind of stuff. So like to have like a piece of chocolate and have it instantly go cool in your mouth are super delicious. They're just called ice cubes. I, I don't know what else. All right. They're well, known wait, as, let me, but they're Albert's chocolate ice cubes. You can get a hundred of them. For forty dollars and ninety nine cents on the Amazon. So we I'm move on. Full episode, but they're super good. I don't know if anybody else has any other suggestions, but no, that's I want that one. Highly recommend. 
I'm going to get you all some and I will deliver them. <laughs> awesome. Hey, uh, just in defense of uh, Katie here real quick. I, I want one, but I want mine to taste like cats. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Why know what that tastes taste like. Cats? I don't know what that tastes like, but I was trying to think of a way to say cats. It tastes like cat litter. Okay. What if it tastes like sunshine fur? Ooh, there we go. But I like the smell. I don't know about the taste. You know what that makes me think of? Yeah. <laughs> Roger Stewart Baxter, you taste like sunshine dust. Oh, no. Oh what is that from? No. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what that's Horrible. from. No. You don't know what that's from? Salad oh. fingers. Salad fingers. I literally can't. Oh, I can't. get out of here. I'm not talking about salad fingers. Fan story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fan story. This one comes from Joe Briding. Okay. Thanks, Joe. She says, hello, you Bob Aprons mothers. <laughs> My name is Joe Briding. I am not sorry if this gets long. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. I fell in love with your podcast about two years ago when I chose to go back to school and had to ride the bus almost every day since my fiance and I have been sharing a car for the last four years. You guys made my commute enjoyable. I've been a Potterhead for as long as I can remember. When the first books came out, I was too young to read, so my dad read the first two books to me and my brother. My family of four represents the four houses just like you guys do. Mom is a Gryffindor. Dad is a Ravenclaw. My brother is a Slytherin, and I'm a Hufflepuff. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dad had a bad accident soon after we finished Chamber of Secrets, so he couldn't read us anything after that. So my mom picked mm-hmm. up where he left off like a champ. But since I was at the age to start reading more complicated texts, my mom had had me try to read a chapter a night myself out loud to her. Prisoner of Azkaban is not easy for an easy read for a child. Ever since then, my mom and I have had a very deep connection with the Harry Potter books and frequently debate debate various t- topics. This summer, my dad unfortunately passed away. At the time, I hadn't been very active on Swish and Flick's support page, but when he passed, I felt compelled to post. I posted a picture of dad and asked for wands to be raised for my Ravenclaw father, and the community did not disappoint. I was overwhelmed by the outpour of love I got. JK sparked my love for writing and si- since before I can even remember. Someday I hope to write a book that maybe even just one kid will love. I used to think, her name is Joe too, so I bet I can write a book. Every time you guys say, dear Joe, I hope that one day that Joe could be me. (laughs) Well, dear Joe, here you go. This is all for you. I live and work in Columbus, Ohio, originally from Akron. Ooh. Hold on. Do you want to hear something about Akron that I think of every single time I see the word? I think of it saying A.K. Ron. A.K. Ron. I feel like an idiot every time. (laughs) I've been listening to another Potter (laughs) podcast before I found Swish and Flick, and while it was great, it lacked the humor I so desperately wanted. You four have represented everything my family and I have loved about Harry Potter, and I thank you all for giving us... I thank you all for giving all of us crazy Potterheads a safe platform for expressing ourselves. I am a Hufflepuff, my wand is 11 inches dogwood with a phoenix core, and my Patronus is a Borzoi. That's awesome. The Russian wolfhound. You guys are the best. Thank you for all you do. Joe Briding. P.S. I agree with Tith. What is the deal with Mad Eye's Eye? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you for your support. I appreciate it. But first and foremost, thank you so much for your story. I think I can speak for everyone here when I say we are really sorry for the loss of your father. Yes. But what a great memory to have with the connection of Potter and the way your mom stepped up, like you said, that's that's awesome. 
dear Joe, you're amazing. And I'm talking and think, about and, you, Joe Briding. And our community helping you out. Like yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's what we're all about. So I'm so glad that people in our Swisher support group could could help you out. Yes. And what's with Mad Eye's eye? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time to talk about that today right <laughs> i know we've been talking enough about everything else in the world oh my it. gosh thank you so much for your story thank you Joe. Yeah, thank you all right tell me another joke all right how many voldemorts does it take to light up a <laughs> wand none he's the dark lord oh <laughs> <laughs> Oh that's my a good God. one. That's a good one. All oh right. You can find us on social media on <laughs> Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast. And also our Facebook group at Swish and Flick Podcast Group. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Swish Flickcast. You can follow your hosts. Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at the Petrus Family. Tiffany is on Tiff Swish underscore flick. Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. And as where can they find you? Uh, over on Twitter, uh, Womprat underscore 2M. Thank you for the opportunity to be on this podcast. You guys are wonderful. Thank you for joining. Um, so we love doing stories over on Instagram before we go live for our episodes. So make sure that you follow us there and turn on your alerts so that you can join in on the fun. And if you love this podcast as much as we love you and you want to support us and be a part of it, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash swish flickcast. There you can join all, you can see all the different levels that we have to offer anywhere from $2 up to $25 a month. And your contributions go to keeping the podcast running. And we thank all of our current patrons from the bottom of our heart. Yes. Man. Tiffany, it. what you doing, girl? Oh, man. Still playing Breath of the Wild. I'm trying not to finish the game so fast, so I'm just, like, exploring and trying to get more Korok seeds and shrines. So if you play Zelda, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm just kind of extending my play. Um, I finished listening to... Half-Blood Prince for like the millionth time. And of course I started Deathly Hallows because it's my favorite. So I'm trying to like piece together connections from there. I've already had an aha moment. So hopefully that sticks around in my brain until, you know, the million years from now when we're doing Deathly Hallows. (laughs) But yeah, I'm doing bar blend workout. It's awesome. It's tough. And yeah, playing outside, enjoying the really good weather, trying to have some good grilled food lately. What else have I been doing? I took Fozzie to the vet today. He's healthy. He's quality. Good job, Foz. Yeah. You need the vet to tell you that. Could have told you that. It was so funny. They brought him. So you have to like sit in your car. You can't like wait in there uh, because of, you know, how things are right now. And she brought him out and she was like, oh, my gosh, he was so amazing. He's so good. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's be honest. Speaking of goats, he is the goat. He He, is the goat. Yeah. If anybody's a goat, it's it's Bossy Bear for sure. Yeah. 
Um, and my daughter is gonna have a my daughter. Thank you. She's a lady. Uh, she's gonna have her second birthday next month, and she has shown interest in phonics, which blows my mind. And she knows three consonant sounds already. So if you know what I'm talking about and you realize her age, it's crazy. I'll so, also say when this comes out, it's her birth month. Uh, birth month her birthday's the end of June. Um, I'm gonna be one of those parents that can't help her kid with their homework because she's so much smarter than I am. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess we're gonna get a tutor. <laughs> <laughs> And Marty's hot. So. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> Sickening. I love him. Um, Who else wants to talk? Kate and I have a lot going on right now, but it's a lot of things that we can't necessarily talk about yet. So our life is busy. Our we're excited. Really busy. There's a lot of things happening, and we're excited for the future. But other than that, I'm still playing Animal Crossing. I'm still obsessed with it literally every day. I'm still trying to get all those hybrid flowers. No success on blue roses or purple pansies or purple tulips. (laughs) Can't get them. Purple, come on. We should just like be automatically attracted to the purple. Or green mums. What the heck? (sighs) So, (laughs) Uh, yeah, so my focus is Animal Crossing and fun stuff. So good for you. Um, I need to find my workout motivation again because I yeah. dropped off a little bit. I've been texting you. I know. I really appreciate it. Please don't stop. Because every time <laughs> I'm like, thank you. I know I need to. Um, and then just trying to get life together, trying not to sweat my brains out in our apartment. I have one day left of work. Yeah. Ew. I had something else I was going to say, and now I can't remember it, but... I always do that for this portion of the podcast. Yeah. I don't remember, but it's okay. Living life. <laughs> if you remember, just tell us. Ezra, okay. do you want to talk about what you're doing with your life? Yeah, I'm going to put something up here for you guys so we get to see that. <laughs> I, I don't know who that is. So hold on a second here. I am actually campaigning, so this is a, an important year. All right, it's 2020. <laughs> And I am currently, um, those of you who can't see this on Skype, I am showing off my pin. Maybe I'll take a picture, post it on Twitter. Again, that's, you know, at Walbrett underscore 2M. I think people are going to be very angry when they see this, Ezra, or here, I should say. Well, uh, so so what this is, is, um, again, if you wouldn't mind, I mean, it's a big, big year. Um, Gandalf for president <laughs> is sort of uh, what I'm pushing. I've been out on the streets. I've been just doing everything I can to kind of make sure that, People know this is the wizard that we need right now. Okay, and I kind of uh, would prefer Hermione, but yeah, you know, Hermione. I, I understand Hermione? that. Love good. Again, it's why this is, this is a democracy, and this is why we vote. Okay, so I'm just here to <laughs> toss another so let's, candidate let's out there. Gandalf, or would you rather have Hermione and Love Good? Girl power, baby. Right. So we'll make Those that girls pull, right? don't need Sounds to change good. colors to get cool. Please make this a poll because I'm going to send everyone I can over to raid this poll, okay? Tiffany, post it. Swishes, Twitter. Who likes to know what am I posting? Gandalf, gray or white? Who's running? 
Uh, currently, uh, it, well, it's it, it's Gandalf the White. We have to go Gandalf the White. Okay, so what am I posting on Twitter? Who would you rather have for president in 2020? Hermione Granger or Gandalf the White? Can someone take a picture of this on Twitter, by the way, please? This looks amazing. Just saying that looks really great. Get out of here. Screenshot? Okay. Anything else you have to say? Uh, it, no, I just, uh, again, thanks. You know, it's, um, I don't really know what I'm doing this weekend. I, other than graduation, I've got that going on. But I, I talked about your podcast because some people, I'm sure, don't know what podcasts you're on genuinely. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. I'm on a few. Um, again, I was just, you know, pushing my, my good friend Gandalf there because I run a Lord of the Rings podcast. Um, it's, uh, it's an unexpected podcast. You can find us wherever you find podcasts. Just type in an unexpected podcast. Run that with my good buddy Lane. Um, I also run a podcast with my buddy Matt. I'm actually trying to get Megan and Katie on uh, here soon. And then I, I promised them first, Sarah and Tiffany, okay, uh, that I would have them on hyperspace. I, hold on, though. I like that you said you have Whoa. a podcast with buddy Matt. Don't you have several with him? Yeah, so Hyperspace Hangout, <laughs> Bend the Knee, Heroes of the Horn, Wheel of Time. Again, if you go to my Twitter, again, you'll 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 find all of that. So four podcasts. Technically five, Tiffany. Instead of five. How many are you? What are you on? Uh, so an unexpected podcast um, huh? with Lane. Uh, we also are. We also have one called Further Up. It is a Narnia podcast where we do a read of that. That one's like not on the regular. We just post like whenever we can, whenever we kind of get around to it. Um, so that's that's fun, and that then fifth one. That's my that's my that's the fifth one that you guys weren't kind of yeah. And then you've got Bend the Knee, um, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. This is crazy. It feels crazy when I'm telling what I'm talking about it. <laughs> oh, for those oh, it's crazy. crazy. Oh, Bend the Knee, Game of Thrones. Some people might not know that, even thank with you. the separate thousands. Yes, yeah, Game of Thrones, Hyperspace Hangout. Which um, you know, I'm gonna have these if they would, you know, join me at some point in time. Uh, lovely ladies on for a few episodes. Talk some Star Wars. And then uh, my newest podcast, which is actually right now kind of one of my favorites, and I've told everybody this, like it's uh, it's called Heroes of the Horn, and it's a Wheel of Time podcast, and I'm super pumped about it. You guys should check that one out. It's actually pretty awesome. So, but you know, I'm the host. So, like, so. Uh, so yeah, it's 14, 14 plus books. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. lot of books, and they're not small. No, they're not small. And I, I'm gonna tell you right now. So uh, th- I. I I encountered this problem the other day when I was talking the amount of fandom like I have Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, uh, Game of Thrones, Wheel of Time, like in my head. Talk about this. Game. It's uh, I, it's a little overwhelming and sometimes I think I'm going crazy. So, That's but it's whatever, you know, it's a lot of fun. I just love reading books. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of a book nerd. So Something we all hate reading. I know you guys. You guys have only seen the movies, right? This is a movie podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only never read the books. Hate them. They're dumb. Who's <laughs> <laughs> even Every, Like everyone's joking here except for Sarah, right? Is that the thing? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm like, a lot of times I do say that I don't know how to read, which sometimes, and especially lately, I feel like me reading. I'm like, I don't, I don't know what I just read. I think my attention span has just gotten horrible since I've been grown. That's great. All right, Sasa, what are you doing? Um, as of this episode, I have not built anything else yet, but I did just order um, some stuff to keep my swish. Hold on. To keep my swish 
stuff organized. So when that comes, I will be building another thing. Um, but I'm reading a new book that so far I'm enjoying. I'm 11 chapters in, but there are several chapters. We'll see if I ever finish it. Um, but so far I'm liking it. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Working and staying home is all I'm doing. Don't be like me and be outside without sunscreen on, because then you'll either get weird burns or you'll just burn. Yeah, wear your sunscreen, drink your water. That's what we have to say. Preach. Yep. Well, yeah. E. Kirk, thank you. No, no, seriously, thank you. <laughs> Literally, and thanks. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. The um the the Patreon episode that, that, that I was on, that was actually great too. So folks should check that out. That was a lot of fun talking to you guys on there. I had a good time. Yeah. You'll be back. Don't worry. Well, you know, if I ever come to Cleveland, right? I mean, yeah. This, uh, when I was mean, the last time we all saw you? I can't remember. You're when Jake was the last crush? time we all saw each other, let alone as like right? Jake. March or in February. February. What? Yeah. Yeah, but genuinely, yeah. like I was trying to think. I'm like, when was the last time we hung out with Ezra? And I'm like, I, I literally Florida? can't remember. I but think no, Florida. Sarah, but Sarah and I. Oh, you mean all of us together? I was just saying. It was Florida. Sarah and I hung out. <laughs> you sense Florida? Yeah. Well, geez, now we know as his favorite. <laughs> Wait, all, all of us really? It's been a I, while, I don't man. Know, guys. I'm getting I'm getting old. So here's the thing. Puff pastry. Let's get it. Let's make it happen. And I'm uh, coming, coming this summer, you know, <laughs> or as soon as we're allowed to. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. This was so much fun. Honestly, like this. This was a good episode. Agreed. I had a good time. Poor Bev. <laughs> uh, yes. Poor Bev. Let me pull Twitter up real quick. Uh, just so poll. I can give you the numbers as of this moment. In time, I love this for future people who are listening. I said, who should be president? Five minutes ago, 27 votes, 89% say Hermione Granger. Oh, yeah. That will change. Mark my words. Suck on that, Gandalf. Like (laughs) this type of person, but we have more followers than you. Listen. Yeah, I, our magic is way stronger. Okay. All right. All so, right. All right. It's Hermione. She's pretty powerful. You shall not pass. Hermione. Okay? You know Hermione. what? Hello, I passed. Wondlessly, not even saying a word, shwoop, and he would have been gone. She would have swept him off his feet like she did Ron. Vanished. We fly, we fly on eagles. All right. That's it. Kaka. Kaka. <laughs> we fly on hippogriffs, baby. <laughs> Ancestral. Like Voldemort, he just flies on himself. You're not wrong about that. Okay. All right. Well, for Eric and Honor, what do we do? Oh, I'm raising the roof, but I guess I'll click my fingers. <laughs> okay. We'll click uh, snaps for Eric. Okay. All right. Just say I'm going to click my fingers. I don't know. Well, That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down. Dang straight, Tiffany. Dang straight. (laughs) (gasps) Amazing. Look at my voice. For Eric and excellence. (gasps) (laughs) For munch and more. For munch and more. For munch and more.
I know you guys don't listen to any of my stuff. I know you guys aren't into like. <laughs> I get it. Fine. Okay, maybe if we all make the the OG dial up sound, it'll work. <laughs> Very hostile, Are you no. a podcast? Have we heard you before? Podcast or something? Yeah, but the garbage. The, the garbage podcast, so... Oh, right. oh I my prefer God. Truly. I don't like Rulies. Ain't, ain't no Rulies <laughs> when you're drinking Rulies. <laughs> Wait, I owe a joke super fast. What happened to Hedwig when... What happened when Hedwig lost her voice? I don't know what. She, she didn't give hoots. a hoot. 